Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rethinking Supply Chain podcast. Thank you all for joining us today. In this first episode, we will be introducing you to your host, John Abrams, his company, Venzi, and we'll be giving you a little preview into what you can expect from listening to this podcast. So, John, why don't you lead us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Hey, uh, yeah, absolutely. So myself, I always dislike talking about myself, but I think it is important. I've got ooh, a little more than 20 years of background in supply chain and in innovation. I've worked with a lot of uh, academic uh, groups. So, so I was influenced heavily early in my career at MIT uh, through Nicholas Negroponte and his work at the Media Lab at MIT. And uh, it really taught me to rethink how companies approach things. So uh, when I was at McDonald's, some of the work we did in supply chain, in fact, the, the idea of uh, Redbox, which is very popular in the U.S. as a uh, really a, a DVD distribution uh, kiosk. The idea really was to rethink supply chain at McDonald's. And if we've got trucks going through virtually every neighborhood on the planet, how can we better use those trucks to distribute uh, products, foods, cheese, milk, dairy, things that people need in food deserts, certainly, but uh, make better use of a McDonald's parking lot at night to use supply chain in a fundamentally different way. So uh, I've been through consulting, uh, did a stint at Bearing Point uh, that was focused primarily in healthcare and intellectual property, uh, and did a stint at Cardinal Health, which is a U.S.-based distributor in the healthcare supply chain. So really learned a lot about the gaps in supply chain uh, through my work there. And uh, interestingly, these days, most of what hospitals are in dire need for during the COVID-19 pandemic uh, was part of the group that I worked in at Cardinal Health. So drapes, gloves, gowns, uh, ventilators, uh, all that good stuff was part of uh, what I managed on the data side at Cardinal Health. So Maybe uh, maybe I lied a little. I seem little. I seem to like talking about my background more than I thought I would. So, uh, where do you want to go next? Well, tell us where you went to after Cardinal Health and um, how that oh, journey brought sure. you to Benzi. So, uh, one of the things about Cardinal Health that was fascinating to me was that when it came to getting products in the healthcare supply chain directly to consumers. Uh, so there are there are a lot of products that really have a use case only in major medical. Uh, so very few human or humans, very few consumers are going to want to buy a vent at uh, Walmart. The pandemic changes that a little bit. If you had uh, ventilators on sale at Walmart, they would buy them today. And uh, so so even if you didn't have the uh, the ability to use it at home, people are going to at least make a secondary market. But uh, uh, Cardinal was uh, a guy named John Rademacher was starting to think about how we could move various consumables to directly to consumers. So rather than go through 
a walk or through a, a hospital, go through a Walgreens or uh, uh, his initiative was how do we sell these directly through Walmart? And as soon as we started going down that path, the question was, well, uh, John, data guy, can you give a bunch of information to Walmart about the products we want to move for sale? And my answer was, yeah, sure. I've got lots of product information. I can tell you the weight of a pallet of J&J supplies or uh, the dimension uh, uh, cap- or the dimensions for cubing out a truck uh, full of Band-Aids. Uh, I can tell you all that stuff, none of which is consumer appropriate. What a consumer wants is, I want to know what that Band-Aid looks like. I want to know how many are in that box. I want to know if it's, it contains an allergen. I want to know things that are specific to me. And what I wanted to tell Walmart about was the cube dimensions of a pallet of a particular product. So what became rapidly clear to me is though we at Cardinal Health had a lot of product information, we had zero information that was relevant to a consumer. And it is that consumer information that is governing the purchase patterns that every consumer uh, uh, relies on today. So you don't buy anything online without some basic interrogation of that product from a written, so a, a the copy side describing a Band-Aid, or uh, more specific, does it have environmental uh, uh, markers on it that that are appropriate to me in the state of California as a consumer? So, so what I learned uh, was that even though Cardinal Health had vast resources, they didn't have any resources on the technical side that were appropriate to allow a consumer purchase to take place. And when I started looking for, and my team started looking for, who can help us with that? The answer was nobody. And that, as, uh, as somebody who spends a lot of time thinking about innovative uh, concepts and innovative supply chain and innovative uh, business ideas, I was sort of struck by, in the modern age, in the world of the internet, there isn't a company on the planet that can help me translate product information from my supply chain and convey that to for commercial sale to a consumer. I, I just I couldn't believe that. And we found a, a small startup in Chicago that's since been bought. Uh, I joined that, and uh, uh, it got bought, I think, too early, and I started looking for uh, where's the next place that I can uh, help bridge this gap between supply chain and consumer purchase, and I found uh, Benzie, uh, met some of its founders, and was uh, blown away by the technology. So, uh, very long story about uh, how to get to how I got to Benzie, but the the path is one of of discovery in terms of, of what needs in the market are relevant to supply chain. And, and I, I do think, and I'm sure we'll get into it during the series, there is so much that we have to rethink about supply chain. Uh, and the, the title of this podcast series, I think, is very important because if we can recognize that well-funded companies can't well communicate consumer information in this digital age, 
we can identify very quickly that we have to rethink how supply chain operates, not only for sale to consumers, but just how technology can be better embraced to avoid things like product stockouts and, and supply chain disruption. And so, uh, it, you know, my, my path of, of discovery uh, in the supply chain is interesting to me. I do think that if we uh, open the lens a little bit, it's an interesting thing for all of us as consumers and certainly folks in the business world uh, to start rethinking how the fundamentals of supply chain operate. Awesome. So I know you kind of talked about your journey from uh, where you were before to getting into Venzi. Can you just give us all like a high level overview of what it is Venzi does? And of course, we'll talk more about that um, as we go on. But just so just so the people tuning in know a little bit more about the company and have a good frame of reference for when we bring it up in the future. Yeah. So the idea, the title, uh, you know, it may draw people in who are in supply chain and are faced with uh, how do you rethink supply chain. Venzi is helping to reformulate how supply chain operates, specifically in the last mile. So that last mile before the retailer. Uh, so let's... Uh, uh, we'll pick on uh, Walmart. Uh, that last mile of of information uh, is where Venzi focuses. So what what Venzi does is gets that uh, consumer product uh, information from a brand or a manufacturer into Walmart in a digital way. So we're really focused on that that last mile of supply chain and helping to optimize that. When I say optimize, it's uh, instead of a phone call between Joe at uh, supplier uh, X or, or manufacturer Y, instead of that being a human-to-human conversation, it's a digital conversation. It's a machine-to-machine connection between the supplier and the retailer. And, and that's where our focus is. And and as uh, surprising as it may sound, that last mile is largely made up of paper and spreadsheets and people today. And so it's, uh, it's a very simple concept, uh, hard to execute, but very simple in concept to say that, that the digitization of that last mile uh, is, is where we're focused and does have a, a transformative impact on, on the supply chain. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, chatting a little more about that. And um, yeah, if you can't tell, about... I get super excited <laughs> about this stuff. So you know, the fact that that uh, you know people like you are interested in supply chain, it it's um, I think you know, and it, sorry to interrupt. That was that was rude, but I do get no, really excited good. about this stuff. The the pandemic that we are all suffering through. Uh, it is, I watch the news I, I, uh, on a nightly basis and all of us do more often these days. There is not a night that goes by these days where supply chain isn't mentioned in the national news on a daily basis. That's so I've been excited about supply chain for a long time. Uh, I've been excited about connecting, uh, entities together for a very long time. That's, that's what I've done. It's, fascinating to me that today when we talk about getting excited about supply chain 
it is relevant to all of us, whether we're looking for a roll of toilet paper at the local store or trying to understand why the product I ordered is six times the size of what I, uh, what I got. Uh, so it's, it, it's, it's an interesting time, and I, I do get really excited about uh, supply chain. And I think the series will at least uh, provide a, a vehicle to share some of that enthusiasm and some of the, uh, uh, the, the more detailed uh, nuance of, of uh, supply chain as it transforms in these next several years. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the cool thing about supply chain, especially um, with, you know, the stuff that Venzi does is that it's so relevant to everyday consumers, which is all of us. So you really don't have to be, you know, like working specifically day to day in the supply chain industry to be interested in this kind of thing. It affects all of us on a day to day basis. And so it's 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 really quite fascinating for all of us. Yeah, and I don't think people knew that. Uh, I, I'm I'm married and and have been for for quite some time. Uh, I've been in supply chain for 20 years, and and uh, it is the first time that I can have a discussion about what's going on in supply chain with my wife in a way that she cares about what we're doing. The the stockouts at the the local store or even if i go to walmart the stockouts are stunning and they are not because we are waiting for toilet paper from uh, overseas all of that product is manufactured in north america because canada is where all the trees are and the u.s is uh is where the market is for for a lot of that uh consumed product but it's all local and so what you saw with uh, shortages and stockouts on the shelf was just the manual supply chain not being able to reformulate and redistribute fast enough. And and there's a lot of nuance there, and we won't get into it today. But it is fascinating that you can have you can bring up supply chain now as as sort of a, uh, a talking point, and people really want to talk about well what's going on in the world of supply chain. So it is. It is relevant, and and I think maybe the 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 one thing that that we take away from the the show today is that uh, supply chain does have an impact, and if it's largely manual, and we have challenges with when and where and how people can work, that manual process instantly fails. So what we have to do going forward, and what businesses are coming to realize is that they need to invest and and rethink their supply chain processes so that we don't have not only the stockouts that are dramatic and unsettling today, but that we have more efficient ways to move product from the point of manufacture to the point of sale or the point of use. For sure. And yeah, I mean, I think technology has just brought supply chain to the next level and it's really connected all of us in a way that, you know, like you said, 20 years ago, you couldn't really strike up a conversation with your wife or your friend at the bar about supply chain. No one really wanted to talk about that. But these days it's totally different. So we'll definitely be getting into more of um, how this global pandemic and this, you know, crazy world we live in today has has impacted supply chain and how companies can, you know, lessons that they can take from this and how they can improve by digitizing their processes. Um, what else can listeners of this podcast expect to hear in the upcoming 
weeks and months? Uh, and what can they expect to get out of this podcast? Yeah. So one of the things that we'll do is bring some of the, the folks that are taking new approaches to supply chain, bringing them to the microphone. And Chicago, where I live, and it's very interesting that Chicago has been a logistics and supply chain hub since the 1800s, and, and in part due to its rail hub status. So if you were getting product from from the East Coast to the West Coast, you came through Chicago. And Montgomery Ward and Sears uh, located in Chicago to be close to that nexus, that center of, of rail hub activity. So there are logistics companies now, uh, uh, people like Coyote and many others in, in the Chicago area that are descendants of the innovation that Sears back in the day uh, brought to supply chain, brought to retail. And so there are also, uh, in line with, with logistics folks, a number of product information management, master data management companies, uh, and, and their founders and their leaders who are located here in Chicago. So in the coming weeks, we'll, we'll bring more of those folks to the table and have some discussions not to talk about how does, how does one company sell their product in the supply chain better than another, meaning the, the underlying support companies like Benzi and others, but also what do folks think? What, what are other minds in this space trying to uh, achieve and accomplish in, in the supply chain? So we'll hear more of that in the, in the coming uh, weeks and, and months as we continue this podcast. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, hearing from some of those guests that you've got lined up and uh, looking forward to having more conversations on how to rethink supply chain. So thanks so much, John, for introducing yourself and your background and Venzi, and we will chat again soon. Looking forward to it. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Rethinking Supply Chain podcast. It's brought to you by Venzi intelligent product content distribution for enterprise commerce. Learn more and say hello to us at venzi.com. That's V-E-N-Z-E-E.com.